welcome to the Popcorn Junkies. Hi. Nanny Di, Nanny Di here. Uh, if there's a shake to the camera, it's because Nan can't <laughs> prop her iPad up. So um, yeah. when she laughs, it shakes. <laughs> there you go. So you might, you might get a little bit of seasickness with this. Um, I'll try not to laugh. Which is kind of apt because seasickness, seaside, resort, Infinity yes. Pool. We're reviewing Infinity, Infinity Pool. Pool. Um, this is the new film by Brandon Cronenberg, infamously the son of David Cronenberg. Uh, we reviewed his, apparently it's his second film or, or third film, Possessor, la film, yeah. Yeah, last year, starring Andrea Riseborough. Um, and this is a film that stars Mia Goth, who's flavour of the month. Talk about flavour of the month, absolutely. Flavor of the month. Everything. Yeah, and everything. And Alexander Skarsgård. As a genre film, I've, I've seen it variously described as body horror, folk horror, but I would describe it as wealth torture porn. You've hit the nail on the head. That's my new genre. You get poverty porn, but we're getting lots and lots of wealthy wealth torture porn. I might have put the words in a different order, but yes, that's exactly Torture right. wealth porn? Maybe, who or knows? Or por porn wealthy torture? Torture, yes. Torture yeah. comes into it and well. And, and there's a kind of vogue at the moment. There's White Lotus, there's Triangle of Sadness, there's The Menu. You could argue uh, the M. Night Shyamalan film Old was a similar thing, wasn't it? Body horror, folk horror, um, you know what you're going to kind of get with a Cronenberg film. Okay, so what's the premise? The premise is wealthy couple go to resort, uh, bump into an incredibly odd couple, one of whom is yeah. Mia, Mia Goth. So we've got a couple, they're in a hotel, Alexander Skarsgård is, as you say, what? A failed writer. Well, yeah, he's a failed writer and he's struggling to find his mojo. Um, yeah. And Mia Goth, who's one half of this other couple that they meet, meet who I have yeah. to confess were pretty damn suspect from the beginning, weren't they? From the beginning, yeah. exactly. I mean, they're not the kind of couple you'd want to hang out with. Or would you? Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, Mia Goth professes to be an enormous fan of Alexander yeah. Skarsgård, despite him only having re written one book and, by his own admission, not many people having read it. No, no. And that, that, to be honest, is what gets him, isn't it? It's that rather than Ego. anything. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And so it's important to sort of stress they're on this sort of compound, which is often the case in places like, you know, in, in lots of actually poor countries like the you know, West Indies, Indonesia, India. You know, you have that. Well, and also Europe, but you have these resorts where there's almost a sort of walled community. And then, yeah. and then the real country lies beyond it. Um, and we're clearly told that this is a very poor country that they're in. It's a fictional, yeah. it's a fictional country, but it's a very poor country. Yeah. Um, anyway, Mia Goth uh, lures them out for a night out, doesn't she? Well, she suggests a night out. Yes. Or, or, or a visit to a beach. Yeah. Then, so they, they head down to a beach. I thought Mia Goth's partner. I, I can't look up his name, but I thought he was he was actually no. sort of suitably sinister, wasn't he? Yeah, he was really good. I thought. Yeah, the extra one who we don't know him. Smiley, smiley, smiley. Eminently untrustworthy. Yes. But uh, sort of, yeah, he was really good, I thought. He was the other really good one. And then obviously on the way back in the car, Skarsgård offers to drive because they're all a bit tipsy. Although we've had the most explicit moment of sex yes. uh, where Mia Goth essentially does something to Alexander Skarsgård. I was shocked beyond belief. Were you? Yeah. So anyone who's of a nervous disposition around extreme <laughs> hardcore porn... It is, yeah. And and to be fair, I think he himself was shocked, Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> that's, one, that's one way of describing it, yes. He, he was perplexed. I mean, he, he was, was, he was know, in a state of paralysis. We had some damn fine, fine acting from him during that. Sort of... Alexander Skarsgård's face throughout this film was a little bit like the father's eyes in Pearl. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Anyway, so he's perplexed. There's this moment of extraordinary intimacy. And then they all decide to head back. <laughs> they decide to head back to the hotel. En route, what happens, Mum? 
Well, he knocks down and we learn, we know that he's terribly injured somebody, but it turns out he's killed somebody and that's the local, a uh, local farmer, which is big, big, big bad news. Big bad news. And, and, and what um, Mia Goth says to him is, don't worry, we know, she says the name of somebody, which sounds as if they can talk to somebody and it'll all be okay. made okay. And, and in that, in her saying that, we presume it's happened to them. Yes. And that's why she's saying it. And then... And then it carries on. They go back to the hotel. She's given, she's given it's a almost clear... like they're arrested. He's sort of surrounded. He's marched into this room where he's he's interviewed. But the interview is hysterical, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, because go... Mia Goth has given us a clear indication that the police are brutal here. That if, yeah. if they go to the authorities, he's, you know, Skarsgård is going to be raped and and body chopped up and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, they so we're in the police station, and then we have this incredibly odd. Faustian pact, which is kind of offered to Skarsgård to avoid him being killed by the child of the person he's killed. Cop comes in, very sort of droll, matter of fact, yeah. and basically says, there's a deal, we won't kill you, or the, or the child of the person you've killed. Yeah. Usually the, the law is that the child of anyone killed kills the person who's killed them. Yeah. Um, and they'll kill their relative. And so... But he also says things like, um, did you still... Did you steal somebody's car? Did you steal a car? I'm advising you to say that you did, because if you don't say you did, we will kill you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's given no choice he's in anything. He's got no choices. And Skarsgård's sort of gibbering like an idiot. His wife's in another room somewhere. And anyway, so he's given this choice that essentially on this weird tourist island, what they offer to rich tourists is rather than us killing you, we'll essentially mm. clone your body and yeah. the member of the family can kill your clone. Yeah. Which in and of itself is a ridiculously odd concept. I bought into it. Did you? I, I did, although you're right. It is a ridiculous concept. Mm. And um, the, the sort of, COVID, well, this, one of the things is that you have to sit and watch yourself be killed. And his wife did too, didn't she? Because she didn't want to. But no. um, yeah. Yeah, so, so part yes. of the sort of almost torturous processes, you know, Skarsgård and his wife sit on a sort of auditorium. It's almost a bit, yeah. it's a bit gladiatorial Roman Empire type thing. And, well, like the electric chair in America. Yes, absolutely. Sits, yeah, and they watch yeah. this boy walk in and essentially stab the guts out of uh, cloned Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. So that's kind of as much plot as I think we need to give, because then it just yeah. becomes a sort of swirling, you know, he, he, Alexander Skarsgård and his, well, not his wife, actually, but he becomes more embroiled with Mia Goth. He becomes more embedded within not just Mia Goth and her partner's world, but, but the, the expats almost, the other wealthy people yeah, that are on yeah. this island. Let me just say one thing is what I've just remembered. It becomes obvious to him as well that, that from everything that the others say is that all the hotel is interested in is in his money. Yes. And he's got to have enough money. And more or less straight away, he goes and pays on, on his wife's credit card for another stay there almost before he asks her. So we know from that action that he's, he's well hooked into the whole thing, whatever his wife says. Yeah, he's addicted. He's addicted, yeah. I thought, there was, a really, I thought there was a really neat scene, actually, pr I think prior to it all going terribly wrong, where they were sitting having dinner. Was it after even the cloning had happened? No, I think it was before. They were having dinner with Mia Goth and the partner, and there was a bit... Yeah. There was, I thought that was a really clever scene because it established a really important detail, I think, about Skarsgård's character, which I think is a theme that runs through the film. And the idea is, is that he wrote the book only because he's with a rich wife. His rich yeah. wife is, in a sense, his, what they called when someone kind of patron almost. She, she's yes, his patron, yes. she allows him to keep going. And I felt that the film was overarchingly a kind of judgment on by the wealthy on whether someone who shouldn't belong to the wealthy group 
should be punished. I thought this was an interesting, so there was the worthy wealthy, which was Mia Goth and co, and, e yeah. and even Skarsgård's wife, who legs it, not surprisingly yeah, from the island. But yeah. Skarsgård, Skarsgård was an imposter, and so he has imposter oh. syndrome. And in a weird way, if you think later in the film where there's the walking of the dog and him walking in front of the car, he's, he's the sort of, he's the pet. Yeah. Yeah, that was just for humiliation, though, wasn't it? So that was all humiliation. No, but the, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But it's his character that receives all of this. So I'm wondering. Yeah, for I me... must admit, I hadn't thought that. I hadn't thought that it was. Um, I hadn't thought that far through with him being a writer and her being. Yeah, and, and that kind of marked him as different to all the others. It's just. Yeah. It was just another neat detail. I thought that was that was laid yeah. at the beginning. The cloning thing. The first thing you're thinking, or the first thing I was thinking when you saw the cloning and you saw him looking at himself die, was have they done a swap? Oh, I didn't think that. Oh, did um, you not? No. I, I didn't mean, trust they'd killed the right Skarsgård. <laughs> or they'd killed I mean, the original Skarsgård. Yeah, what I should say as well is, I don't know if we've made this clear, is that it, uh, the double, the double that they killed... Oh, I can only see your of, hand. They sort of, there's a process where they actually, they actually make it in front of us and we have to, what we watch that. Mm. And it's all red and, and the liquid's red and he has to sink into it and all mm. of this. And that sort of wrong-footed me because... I sort of thought we were we were going off into a territory of robots where he was simply going to become, you know, this creature was going to become robotic and all sorts of things. Westworldy. Westworldy. Yeah, Westworldy. Mm. And it wasn't that type of film at all. No, I didn't think who's going to be killed here, which Skarsgård. It was definitely I was definitely knew which Skarsgård. But um, but this little smile that comes very much at the end as he's looking at his own death is important because that's what makes you realize he's hooked and he's just going to keep on going with ah, that you see, you see oh, that's interesting you see i i, re I read it differently i i oh. believe in retrospect that the that the original scarsguard is killed and that every other scarsguard we get is a is a clone of a clone of a clone and as we know the more you clone something or the more you breed into something it, yeah. be it becomes more and more sort of contorted and disfigured and i thought what we saw across the film was a disfigurement of his soul, his spirit, as much, whereas his, his physicality kind of stayed the same. And that's how he became hooked. And in fact, the end shot for me was the suggestion that he had been completely immobilised from his normal life. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense if you're saying it. I just hadn't thought that. I didn't really know what to think of while it was all happening, but yeah. I don't know, were you getting... So when he hooks up with Mia Goth and all the gang, and I think at that mm. point his wife said, fuck this for a game of soldiers, I'm out of it. Yeah. Um, and he pretends that his passport's lost. So he is addicted, whether it's his clone self or his real yeah, self, he's addicted. Yeah. I thought when he then entered this community of orgiastics, all having sex with each other, all being fun, I thought it became very um, Clockwork Orange. You know, when oh. they raided the house of the people, the posh people on the island, and, and they yeah, sort of terrorised yeah, them. Yeah, it was very much like another film I've seen this year called Gourmet something or other. where the, Flux Gourmet. Is, which was around food, but it was the same, exactly the same idea of people being, you know, going so far with mm. something, then they couldn't stop. Mm. But um, yeah, no, not Clockwork Orange. It was sort of, it's the film started to fail for me with those scenes. I mean, mm. maybe the first one was. I mean, I think you said to me at one point, I, we weren't even sure why they'd gone into the house, to no, what, what they no, were going to no, get no. when they wrecked that place. They were sort of, on, it, a, they were sort of on a, but they, I mean, there's a bacchanalian hedonistic yeah, yeah, drive for destruction, but also in the process, killing people and then knowing that they were going to be taken back to the prison yeah. and recloned. So they, they yeah. literally become addicted to the process of being repeated. 
Yes, yes. Now I'm saying that I didn't think of that, but yeah, I started to think, yeah, they're being repeated and repeated and repeated about then, yes. I remember when I was in rehab, there was someone in rehab who was addicted to going to rehab, which was like a terrible yeah. sort of agonising uh, addiction in a sense, because yeah. it would never resolve itself. And I, I liked this idea that they were sort of recycling themselves and sort of, yeah. and they were becoming, so I'd really sold to myself that they were all ever diminishing clones of themselves and that's yeah. why their behavior became more and more untoward and sort of more barbaric in a sense yeah it obviously hit me slower than it hit you but yes i mean by by this second act that they were doing all together roaring with laughter and whatever that's what i started to think there was nothing sufficiently interesting or or i, I mean it, they didn't hold me those scenes of beth mcanally and old geastic fun mm. if you like mm. at all uh, um and we kept having I this thought... device of going to this abstract wash of color and bodies and blood and sex which did you think they worked well it, it, it looked pretty but it was done purely to keep our mind off the fact that it wasn't working as a story i thought <laughs> i mean seriously mark that's what i thought right but um yeah. i mean it, yes it looked like some sort of nice but yeah. Yeah, it was kind of it was stylistically done, but I felt uh, you're right. We talked about it. It was it came failing. Out. For, it was failing for me at that point. It was, yeah, it was it was beginning to lean on sort of uh, non-specific kind of abstraction. To, it was doing the heavy lifting, wasn't it? The, the yeah, sort of, yeah, it that was, sort of yeah. footage and everything. And and within that, you got lots of Mia Goth naked and all this kind of stuff. And I don't know. I don't know. That side of it all didn't. I, I wasn't sold on the whole sex thing. You know, this is, is this an elaborate no. kind of rich orgiastic swingers hotel type thing. Um, I, th I thought it lost its shot. What did you think of Mia Goth? I thought you think she's brilliant. She's, her I voice think... got on my nerves a bit. Uh, yeah, it did me a bit. But is that because it, is, is she British? Is she yeah, she British went to accent? Sydenham High School. Yeah, no. Uh, well, that's always sort of grates a bit. And she has that very long scene, doesn't she, where she's sort of confronting him with a, you know, telling him to come to her and basically be a dog yes. and all of that. But uh, but that's quite a long scene. Yes. And her voice was grating on me then. But I think as a character. She can go from sort of nice to absolutely mental within seconds, can't yeah, she? Yeah. Can you do that convincingly. Yeah, she's great. She, she's like that guy's in Pearl, if you haven't seen. I mean, she really is quite quite a talent to keep an eye on. She really is. Yeah, and she looks great, doesn't she? Oh, so she's that, fantastic. That, she's got fantastic. Yeah, name. I yeah. thought a shout out, as I've already said, I'm afraid I don't know the actor's name, to her partner in it. I thought he was yeah. great. What did you think of the blood quoting? I mean, body horror. Did you, did you think it ticked that genre sufficiently? I mean, it's pretty um, bloody in parts. In parts, well, all the stuff that they use to sink the the doubles into is red, isn't it? And you yes. can't sort of tell. I mean, obviously, deliberately, so that we don't know really what we're looking at. We see a but, head um, punched to a pulp, don't we, at one point? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, we do, we do. About three quarters of the way through it, I started to think exactly what we said about whatever his father's film was Crimes called. Crimes of the Future. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of good ideas here, but it's going absolutely nowhere. So um, <laughs> Spiralling yeah. up, up its own bottom. I mean, this is not entirely dissimilar to the, some of the themes that his father dis, dis, uh, examined or explored in Dead Ringers. Um, yeah. You know, the idea of the double, the idea of the doppelganger, the idea of who's who. Again, like you say, Mum, I think... In a sense, the film didn't do anything with that, but the very no. the very idea of it being in the film at all kicks off all sorts of thoughts in your head, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. About absolutely. who am I? Would it matter if I was cloned and I still felt the same things? Would it matter? You know, I I found myself yeah. asking that kind of question. I thought, for me, the most interesting aspect of it was not even the not knowing, because for me, I'd made the decision he was what we who we were following was a cloned and then a more oh, cloned okay. and then a more cloned. Yeah, but even yeah. that fascinated me because I was thinking, wow, wow. To what extent is this cloned version of Scarscard just as 
just as him as he was. Yeah. Albeit that he's more addicted to this process than, than perhaps we first thought. Well, maybe you could write another successful novel could start this writing. time. Yeah, could start writing. Or he could. I mean, this is great material for a book, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, well, I, I, I liked the sporting aspect of it. I, you know, this is wealthy sport. I liked the idea of Skarsgård being an imposter. He has imposter syndrome. And should he have it? All the others kind of exploit it. Um, yeah. I thought it completely lost its shit when they trotted out dog, the Skarsgård the dog. Yeah, yeah. Because he's had, he's had uh, there's a point, isn't he, where he's sort of had it and he's decided that he's had enough of it. But then that's when she brings the yeah. uh, the dog thing into it. Yeah, yeah he's, he's yeah. exhausted, bless him. He's exhausted. Um, yeah, he looked I, exhausted. He did look. He looked shattered. I mean, Skarsgård does it well, lots, most of it, just his eyes. I thought he, he was he was actually brilliant. Yeah, I mean, was. I know one could say. I mean, I, I mean, even in the sex scenes, which I mean, I, I know it's a strange thing to say, but they must be quite difficult to do on oh camera. God, I mean, he's it? totally convincing in everything he well, did. Really. He's convincing, convincingly perplexed. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, even when yeah. she's riding on top of him, he's like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah, um, yeah. So I liked that. I mean, in a weird way, I think Mia Goth and Alexander Skarsgård really lifted this above. Oh yeah, what it was. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, let's and sum I up do, the fact. And I do love. I mean, I love the idea. I think that maybe that's what disappointed me. I love the idea of the double generally, like the whole Jekyll and Hyde, you know, the whole this is another me thing. I love that. And whereas when it started, I thought I thought we were going to get more of that or, or cl more cleverly done. So in summary, how would you sum up and score this film up? Yeah, well, I was sort of quite excited. Uh, all the same emotions as I felt over the his dad's film uh, until halfway through it. And then I... I just got this sinking feeling which just became bigger and bigger and bigger and um, yeah the payoff it was disappointing me from then on really yeah mm. maybe to be generous more more well I felt all the all the sorts of escapades that they went on were there was nothing about that that was even interesting shocking or even that funny or inventive I mean, they weren't inventive either were they no they weren't no. they were just like kids going into i mean should I like we the say masks. anything about you like the masks didn't you i was just gonna say should we say anything about the masks because there's always sort of the idea that when masks are that sort of horrific i thought they were very good yeah is that they could be parts of people's bodies or all sorts when you don't know when you don't know do you know Absolutely. what i mean yeah. so it's sort of things like that but um the hope was there but then it's sort of started to go so it was the hope and that everything... killed you yeah, it was hope that killed me. So shall, shall yeah. I tell you what I gave yeah, yeah. it? 37. Wow, okay, 37, that's quite specific. Okay, um, Okay. well, I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying my Mia Goth journey at the moment. So oh, okay. I, thought, I thought she was a great indulgence, though I have to say she did her voice did great on me a little bit towards the end. Skarsgård can do no wrong, you know, from the Northman to this, he was sort of ploughing through this. I did like, I, I thought weirdly, I thought what it was trying to explore was a stronger theme than some of the other films I can think of that, that are doing the same thing. But... I think, I think he ran out of ideas and he hit yeah. he hit a wall really quickly. And I think he hit the wall at the very point that he was trying to kind of get us around, which was this idea of who's who, which is which. Because then it did just lean on all this kind of weirdly unmotivated violence, which yeah. I'm kind yeah. of giving it sort of almost some kind of heft and weight thematically by saying this is the sport of being the rich, whether rather than hunting foxes on horseback, yeah. they were kind of yeah. running around the kind of poverty of this island. But getting, yeah. getting a kind of hit... A sort of addictive hit from being returned to the police station then being recloned and all that kind of stuff yeah, so really yeah. what they were enjoying was themselves being killed and suddenly all this stuff becomes thematically quite interesting but actually yeah. the film just petered out i thought even as it got yeah, sort of it more did. extreme in its own terms it petered out i thought 
it was nicely shot. I thought the music was fantastic. I thought there were great moments. Yeah, the moments. music was great. Yeah. yeah, I thought there were great moments in it. Um, but yeah, I think all in all, it, it didn't. It, it was. It didn't. The sum of its parts didn't add up to half no. as much as I think it thought it would. I think it lent too much on set, as I've said, the abstract sort of flashbacky type stuff. Gave me lots of ideas for my film actually of how not to do it. <laughs> um, I thought the abstraction didn't work. I thought the sex was 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 clumsily dealt with. I could 